gentlemen know the name know the voice you know exactly why i'm here just in case you don't i am a 27 am i 27 yes i'm a 27 year old piece of gold the beside of the microphone uh your mother's favorite podcaster listen i am not alone i have the canadian destroyer bt brandon tangum is in the building and of course we are joined by brian tronic no oh no. sorry we, we may never be joined by brian tronic again he is the the greatest what the helping hand in podcasting <laughs> today, Tim. At least on pro, the West Coast. Tim from Pro Wrestling Unlimited. What's going on, man? How you been, man? Not much. Glad to be here again. Always fun to be with you guys on this show. I just love talking wrestling with different people. So when someone goes, hey, can you fill in because I need somebody? I say, sure. Why not? That happens a lot more frequently to you than, <laughs> than, than most. You have some exciting news. You're going to be a part of a video game? Yes. So I could officially announce today that the Pro Wrestling Unlimited brand is going to be in the brand new WrestleQuest video game that comes out on August 8th from Mega Cat Studios. But there may be some more I'm going to do with them post-launch. We just didn't have time to get everything situated for the launch. But there may be more that I do with them and this game post-launch as well. So that's going to be very, very cool. But as far as when the game comes out, you'll be walking around the world and whatnot, and you'll just randomly see some Pro Wrestling Unlimited billboards and whatnot within the game, if not more. That's cool, man. How does how does that process work? If you can reveal in any details at all, like how, how did you get involved and what whatnot? They reached out to me. What? You, you see, <laughs> we, we need to get on this level, Brandon. This this is where it's at, man. Yeah, there's a number of YouTubers that got contacted and they're going to be part of this game. They've got uh, kind of funny is going to be in this game. Okay. Uh, some of the guys from Deadlock, like. Tony Pizza Guy and CM Pulse. Okay, I think, that, yes. I, I think um, JD from New York is featured in the game as well. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Balls and Share Shots and Within the Ropes is going to be on it. Right. Within I the Ropes doesn't exist anymore. Stop that. But, I mean, uh, it's, <laughs> it's still on my podcast app. It hasn't yeah. disappeared yet. Yeah, I made him that logo, and then he just said, nah, I'm just going to do Huey's show only. <laughs> oh, you made that logo. His newer one? Wow. I didn't know that. It's a beautiful logo. Beautiful logo. It is. It's fantastic. Wow. It looks great just right down there at the bottom of my podcast app because it never updates. <laughs> I was just under the impression that he made it himself. Wow. No. Okay, shout out Tim. Uh, we have some sad news. Uh, exotic Adrian Street has passed away. Uh, he made a name for himself over in the UK wrestling scene, the world of sport, uh, that style. Uh, build from Wales as my as my internet pops up so we can read the stats. You know, you know, I love stats. Uh, he was a middleweight champion uh, twice in all-star wrestling, Colorflower Alley uh, honoree in 2005. Championship wrestling from Florida. He was an NWA Florida heavyweight champion one time. Uh, NWA Hollywood wrestling. He was the America's champion one time and a two-time tag champ with Timothy Flowers. Uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Illustrated, what, 171 out of the 500 best wrestlers in 1992. Uh, the list of accolades goes on. Uh, the Wrestling Observer voted him the best gimmick in 1986. So just to give a uh, detail about how long his career went on, debuted in 1957, officially graduated uh, in 2014. Wow. Yeah, he went a long time. He, he did. What a, what a career. All, one, of, one of the many that was billed as the Nature Boy. So <laughs> that, that's him, Flair, Rogers, Buddy Landel, any mm. anyone anyone else? Were there were four of them. There's probably yeah. even more that we don't even know about. Yeah, they're, right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like Mr. Wrestling. There were four of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, shout out to Adrian Street, man. Uh, and a flamboyant androgynous gimmick, but he he made it work, man. He really did. Uh, Tim, you have any thoughts on the passing and the career of Adrian Street? So I don't know much about Adrian Street. That was way before my time. But here's a good fact that I found out that you probably don't know. He created Mick Foley's dude love uh, gear when he feuded with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, 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 I had no idea. So he goes, the more you yep. know. He's a gear maker too? Yep. He created the dude love gear for Mick Foley when he feuded with Austin. 
Wow. When, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the Bay Area, when Mick Foley comes to BTW in October, ask him about that. There you go. Uh, Brandon, you have any thoughts on the life and career of Adrian Street? I know, you know, similar to Tim before my time, but, you know, I've read some things. Saw, I think I saw like a video on him or he was featured some sort of documentary. Like within a year, I saw something about him. So um, that's kind of like the only real uh, stuff I've seen of him. But obviously, as you kind of talk through androgynous character, uh, definitely flamboyant over the top and made a name for himself back in the day. That's a pioneer for characters like Goldust and so on and so forth. Uh, RIP to Adrian Street. Also, RIP to Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. Mm -hmm. He passed right. away. He uh, he had a major influence on uh, on a lot of people with his uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse and and all that stuff. Uh, do you have you have any thoughts about that, Tim? Uh, I know I watched a bunch of Pee Wee's Playhouse as a kid. Didn't really once I got like teenage age or whatever. Didn't really watch much of his stuff. I do remember him in Dunstan Checks In. He was the uh, what's it called? He was the animal control guy that was trying to capture Dunstan in the hotel. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing that I remember him from. Watch, well, I watched Dunstan a million times growing up. So. I mean, what well, that he was a special guest host of Monday Night Raw when they were doing yep. that. Yeah, that was that, that's you know, uh, really what what I what I remember from him, uh, Brandon. And he's a not, I mean, not really. Pee Wee's a little bit before my time, but I you know saw the movie and obviously you know some of the rare appearances he made in WWE. Yes, yes, yes. And the movie theater. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that. Um, R.I.P. to, to Pee Wee Herman. Becoming Cody Rhodes, uh, the documentary is aired on Peacock. It's two hours. Fantastic, Doc. Uh, they tell the whole story, which, you know, people were very skeptical about. Like, are they just going to leave it all out? And uh, Cody, we, we, I, I feel like we all have kind of a sense of how Cody Rhodes is. Like, he doesn't want anything left out of his story. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you got BTE footage. They talked all in. They talked AEW. They talked the indie run. So, you, I mean, you, did they talk AEW? Triple H did. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony <laughs> Khan was you know, not happy about that. He, he had to, uh, I mean, they mentioned it. Like they, they mentioned it. I know. I mean, they, they acknowledged it, but they, I mean, they're obviously not going to dive yeah. deep into all right. the, they didn't talk about, you know, Cody ending racism and the fans <laughs> kind of turned it on him at the end of his run. Well, no, I mean, they, no, he, he did talk about that a little bit. It was just, brief. Just he, go watch the Austin interview. He talks more AEW in that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Brandon, what did you think of the doc? Um, I mean, it was two hours. As you said, it was definitely a, a Cody Rhodes type of uh, documentary. Uh, you know, I didn't learn too, too much from it just because Cody has been just so forthright, forthright and open over his last few years. So, but, you know, I, I did learn some of his early stuff, like his uh, wrestling days, amateur wrestling days and going to acting school when he came out of high school, not even, you know, going to college or going to wrestling school right out of there. So, that you know, Cody trying to become an actor does explain a little bit of how Cody is and. <laughs> Um, you know, going back to the AEW thing, the only real omission that I kind of felt they left out, which I know they're not going to say this because it's a WWE documentary, is just kind of how anti WWE Cody was on in his indie slash AEW run, and that you know that doesn't play into the story they're telling in the documentary of how he's coming back home and he, he's going to win the WWE championship. Was but he I just really anti W. I mean, he literally smashed a Triple H throne, and it was always you know <laughs> that we're the, the real that we're the real pro wrestling that, was, that sports entertainment. That was the secondary company run. I mean, on the indie run, I I literally watched him at APW. He did the cartwheel, did the Stardust thing, pulled out the mask from underneath the ring and hit somebody with it. You know, like he, he and during that run, it was. It, I mean, obviously not the entire run or the entire character, but it was like WWE overlooked me and I'm proving them wrong. That was kind of like his character. Yeah. I'm proving and them and, wrong. And he did. <laughs> he did. Right. And yeah. the, the story of the documentary, though, like Brandon said, that his indie run was WWE overlooked me. I want to prove him wrong. Well, that's not what the story I got from this documentary. It was I'm Dusty's kid. They only see me as Dusty's kid. I need to now leave for them to see me as who i am what i can do as myself not dusty's kid not dustin's little brother and then well is because they make the whole thing is i left just so i can prove to them that when i come back i'm a big star now it was a great documentary i told my buddy my buddy's like should i watch it i was like it's the perfect thing to put on in the background if you're playing a video game like, it was good really 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 good but like brandon even said you don't really learn anything because we know everything about cody rhodes yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's 
for those that don't really know the story, watch it. But I mean, like I, we started this podcast, like when he was on that indie run. So mm. we've really, uh, in a, I guess in a time capsule, we've like critiqued everything he's done from the indies. Surprise, the cock didn't ask us for any comment. But you, then so they got Dave LaGreca on. Like, you know the what? That the cock thing that's been catching on, bro. Like I, I heard Peter Rosenberg say that on Cheap Heat this week. You you've done something, Brandon. I don't I don't know. You, I know. I'm really original by calling Peacock the cock. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I mean, like we we we've 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 followed the whole Cody run from when the indies to now on, on this show. So obviously, like we, we we all know everything and whatnot. But uh yeah, man, it good it's good stuff. Go watch it. Uh it, it was it was nice, man. You got to see some some uh, never before seen footage, good stuff. Uh, yeah. The, the whole like sprinkling throughout of him walking through the desert, a tad much. Like that's it, that that's Cody, but that's kind of a tad much. How was it I a thought. tad much? Well, that was just, their transitions. Of, no, yeah, now we're going to the next phase of the story and the next phase. As, of the as story. I what said, did, like, what did you want? Was... Did you want ridiculous wipes as transition? <laughs> I like, didn't say it to do ridiculous wipes as transitions. You don't need to. You know, make it that overt of having. Oh, he dusts off the. Yeah, but it's the, Cody Rhodes. What would you expect? That's what. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> he went to acting school at a high at a uh, high school, and right. you know, shout it, shout it to sister because I, you know, we watched the the whatever Rhodes to the top show, and she shout was kind of the heel, the and she showed up was like, oh yeah, I remember her, and she <laughs> I forget exactly what she was doing, but she was not the nicest person to Brandy, in right. the show, at least. It, it is. It, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, SmackDown, the Bloodline segment. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay Uso has a match with Grayson Waller. Uh, Roman earlier in the night runs him down, of course. Uh, Jay beats Grayson. Uh, Solo gets super kicked. Roman gets speared, uh, sold it beautifully. Then, uh, you know, Jay gets Samoan spiked, speared twice. Uh, good stuff. And just good stuff. Continuing uh, the little tidbits. As we get to tribal combat this this Saturday, Tim, what are your thoughts? So I'm not going to say I'm getting tired of the bloodline stuff, but it's starting to slowly get repetitive. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I do think it's slowly starting to get a little repetitive with how they're doing everything. But I'm excited to see how the match goes and see Roman once again retain. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only other thing you could do would to bring people in. But I mean, realistically, you can only bring in what. Well, I mean, often Sika made an appearance during the pandemic when they right. bestowed the lay. So if they're well enough to travel, you could bring them. You could bring them Rikishi and Black Pearl, um, mm-hmm. their their uncle. That's that's literally it, because you know others are signed other places. You ain't gonna get Dwayne. Ah, uh, well, what's the rumor? They're He's not gonna, gonna fly you out, Philip. <laughs> oh. oh. I haven't had that conversation with Big Goose yet, but uh, no, I mean, what, what's what's that rumor? He's Dwayne's going to show up and confront Grayson Waller or something? No, I don't. I, I saw the beef? Tw- that's called Twitter tweets or whatever, an unconfirmed or people was, on was Twitter. X now? I get. I don't. So wait, I still call it Twitter. I mean, have you updated it? Is, does it literally? I haven't updated it yet. Oh, mine automatically. There's the X right there. Right next to threads, which I barely touch anymore. So press, press the X, Brandon. I haven't seen. I did threads for a week. It's just the same. It just has an X at the top. Yeah, it's the exact same. All right, cool. I I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to get rid of the bluebird yet. But yeah, I mean, the only way that they could really uh, divulge it is to uh, bring in different members. And apparently, I guess that's what that tribal court was supposed to be at the beginning of the year. Yes, with Sami Zayn, they were supposed to bring in members, but no contracts and everything and people couldn't make it. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be the end. We, uh, as we know it, and then we'll move Roman. Sh- we'll move on to face other people kind of get back to what he was doing before uh, he started wrestling his family and Sammy and stuff like that, you know, just have different challengers come along and he smashes them and stacks them and just keeps going. Yeah. I mean, I, I was almost going to say the same thing as Tim, like thinking it was a hot take that, I thought the bloodline thing was looking a little repetitive. I mean, they peaked like very early with that, you know, with the full on breakup a couple weeks ago. And it's kind of hard to kind of evolve from that because that's it's just not, a, it's not a full on breakup. Solo and Roman are still together. Well, you know, the, the very heavy angle that, you know, killing yeah. Jimmy off. But yes. right. But I mean, like, what is um, tribal combat? It's just another gimmick. It's a street for fight. A no, for, yeah, just another no holds barred 
gimmick match that well, we don't is, we don't know that we've never seen this before jay literally said i want to use all the weapons i can on you yes i'm sure they'll, it's just they'll... i mean all it is is just branding but it's like yes. okay we've seen this like numerous times not just in the bloodline just like kind of in wwe in general but the, here's an interesting thing the graphic for the match that they showed on raw has the wwe undisputed universal championship with the lay draped over it and then Corey graves said that this match is for the belt and the head of the table it is that because so uh roman was on first take with Stephen amell i don't know if you guys saw that or Stephen no, a smith Stephen a smith yeah, Stephen Stephen, a smith Stephen amell is from the amazing show on stars called heels that everybody yes, should be yes. watching I, and narrator I, I, for american nightmare because yes, of course I, I haven't I haven't seen season I haven't I haven't tapped into season two yet. I, lo- I, lo- I love you. I'm just going to show up. Tell me when AJ Lee is on and I'll watch those episodes. But Stephen, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Had heels on the brain. Um, yeah. So he was on first take with them. And yeah, Roman said, no, it's it's for the championship also. And it's for, uh, you know, the the lay and to, to be the tribal chief, to be the uh, head of the table. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot at stake here. It is a lot at stake. Mm-hmm. Somebody's leaving the undisputed world champion and. Also, the head of the first family of this business, so it's uh, it's something. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Can't wait to see what's. Are you next. excited? I am. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. Rey Mysterio was hurt on SmackDown. That sucks. You know, in his match with uh, Santos Escobar. He's said to be fine already. Oh, okay. Well, he just got his bell rung. Okay, he just got a little knocked a little loopy. So. Yeah, so what it was, according to Dave Meltzer, was uh, Santos always went, right. Santos went for the um, crossbody, and he like landed wrong, and Ray kind of got knocked a little loopy there. Then when Ray went for, or when Santos went for the dive on the outside, Ray smacked his head, and kind of like again got knocked a little loopy. Went over to the doctor. The doctor looked at him and goes, "Yeah, nope, we're not going to risk anything. Match is over." Santos Escobar was always supposed to win. But there was also supposed to be another segment later with Ray and Santos backstage okay. that they ended up pulling from the show. Okay. Okay. I get. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got to be safe, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, so here, so we're talking about guys uh, being hurt and whatnot. I'm going to get you guys' opinions on this right now. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine, and, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes told the story on Sam Roberts' podcast about how he actually got hurt, how he tore his tricep, mm-hmm. trying to sh- out, uh, outlift some guy in a gym so what what are your guys thoughts on on wrestlers working hurt with these kind of severe injuries like let's let's have a conversation tim what are your thoughts so in the cody situation if they tell you hey you can't hurt it any more than it is you can't make the the injury any worse and why not i mean go for it but if there is that chance where you can hurt it worse you can do more damage you can prolong you being out, if if it's an injury where they're like seven months, but if you work on it, it could be nine months. Don't. Don't work hurt if it's if there's a chance to get worse. If you're like Cody and you can't get any worse, why not? Screw it. Brandon. I mean, wrestlers should preserve their bodies as much as possible. Um, you know, there's definitely a sliding scale. Like, if you have a tweaked knee on the week of WrestleMania and you're the main event, like... Okay, you can work through that just because of what it is. But if it's middle of September, you're not really doing much. Let's just let's hold it back. We don't need to do the full house show loop and possibly tear your ACL. Just like when Seth Rollins tore his ACL at that Kane house show match. Like he originally heard it and then he wrestled for a few more minutes after that, Mm -hmm. which then kind of made it even worse. So, yeah. Yeah. And even just like coming back from regular injury. I mean, like Kevin Durant, I think he hurt his knee. And then he came back a little too soon in the playoffs. And then he hurt his Achilles. He com- yeah. hurt a completely different body part because the body is trying to take weight off of one part and it puts stress on another part. Yeah, my, my homie was like, this mentality isn't really good for anybody. And I'm like, well, it's just kind of the way they're they're wired, man. I mean, you know, guys like that come from, like, they grew up in a generation where you tape it up and go. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, I mean, just, they're just wired differently. We saw this with Kenny Omega. He worked hurt his entire run as AEW World Champion. Yes. They thought he was only going to be out for a couple of months. He ended up being out for what? Six, seven months? Yeah. Because like, he worked hurt and they were like, oh, yeah, you'll just rehab this, blah, blah, blah. But then, nope. Got to w- rehab more. Got to rehab more. Wasn't recovering as quickly as they thought he would because he did more damage to himself than he thought he was. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, you know, it's just how these guys operate. You know, they they don't want to let their fans down and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I've, I've never really saw anything wrong with it. Now, if it, you can cause severe bodily harm to yourself, then let's, let's, let's maybe take it, take a step back. You know what I mean? Uh, outside the ring, AEW plus. So AEW filed a trademark, uh, for this. Uh, let me go to the, uh, the little article here. Dun, 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 dun. Here it is. All right, uh, AW filed a trademark for the name AW Plus on Monday, July 24th, according to the United States Patent and Trademark Office's database. The trademark application uh, goods and services usage description, description states that the trademark would be used for streaming of professional wrestling entertainment video material on the Internet. So, you know, it looks like we might finally be getting an AW streaming service. But you're going to pay 60 bucks back to back for all in and all out. <laughs> Dude, the, they need to have like a bundle deal. Uh, that, that's if you I think what I had heard, if you get it on Bleacher, there might be a bundle deal. I don't know about regular pay-per-view, though. There better be a Bleacher bundle deal. Uh, I would or you just go to watch wrestling. Yeah. And then some, just like get that. it that way. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, as far as this AW Plus thing goes, I mean, as far as we know, it's just because right now their deal with Fight TV in the UK is called AEW Plus. So I don't know if this has anything to do with that. Or if maybe they're going to loop this in with another streaming service like WWE does, maybe HBO Max, and that's going to be their section of that. But not much is really known about it at all, which is kind of weird because usually in these trademarks, you see a lot of info given. This one's just got one line and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting to see what happens. Uh, Continue with AEW. Chris Hero has been made a producer for AEW. Uh, shout out Chris Hero, man. He's really uh, done a lot here in the Bay Area. He's the uh, matchmaker. And a producer for West Coast Pro out here, so uh, that's awesome, man. I mean, uh, these guys are going to have a wealth of knowledge. Uh, Chris Hero, I mean, one of the best to ever to ever do it on the indies. So that's that's awesome. I'm I'm really happy for uh, the talent backstage at AEW. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a big fan of him. You know, on the indie scene here, then back in NXT, I kind of wish he always. I, w- I always wish he kind of had a little bit more, but um, obviously, as you see, his mind is. Uh, for wrestling is very is very good and people mm-hmm. are putting that to good use yeah man i mean i've I've seen him kind of give younger talent out here like some some advice and just to see like the way his mind works for it like it's it's cool so they're they're in good hands i, I feel like if he doesn't he, well he didn't need the the goddess body but i feel like if he had it he could have been a lot more in wwe at least i think I mean, that always kind of helped him back he had it the first time around and then yeah he got fired and then he gained weight on purpose on the Indies, tore it up, got hired again, and then you know, got let go again. <laughs> yeah, Tony Khan did say that he's slowly trying to work him over to have a match. Yeah, he is. I, I'm, I mean, he looks like he's lost uh, weight from when he was like at his heaviest in WWE. He looks like he's yeah. trimmed down some, so sure, you know, if he has a match, it'll be fine. Uh, Vicky Guerrero is now a travel agent. After her departure from All Elite Wrestling, um, if you're still looking, a thing, if you're looking for a staycation, hit up uh, the former general manager of SmackDown. Yeah, uh, Vince McMahon's spinal surgery. Don't uh, use Expedia. Expedia sucks. Yes, don't do that. Shout out Will Compton. V- VKM <laughs> has uh, been on leave from his duties at World Wrestling Entertainment for some time now, doing with multiple health issues, and apparently he had spinal surgery recently. So. Speedy recovery to VKM. Yeah. And he was searched by the feds. Um, we don't have to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> that's that's not on the scripts. So why would we talk about it? Oh, well, I mean, you know, since we're on the, the Vinnie Mac train, uh, we're gonna meet you now. Uh yeah, so uh the Von Erics movie. We have we have a release date, uh December 22nd, 2023. Zach Efron is in it. Uh MJF has a little role in it. He plays Lance Von Eric, which I'm I don't really know too much about uh, that Von Eric. So that's exactly- it was the fake Von Eric. Oh, he was he was the fake Von Eric that was supposed to be their cousin, if I'm thinking correctly. Okay, okay, let's see. Well, this 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 is going to be interesting. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to see got, the Von Eric movie. Pardon? I'm excited to see the Von Eric movie. Right. It's also got a. Have you watched the Bear? You haven't heard of the Bear? I mean, I've seen Cocaine Bear. No, I mean, I've is, seen a movie titled The Bear, but that was a complete. This is, this is there's a, there's a show out right now on FX and Hulu. It's called The Bear. It's about the chef running, working in a restaurant, 
and whatnot. It stars uh, Jeremy Allen White, and he's playing Carrie Von Eric. And apparently, Carrie Von Eric himself said that he's seen the portrayal of Jerry Allen White as him, and says that he does a great job. So, wait, which Von Eric? Carrie Von Eric. I thought Carrie Von Eric was dead. No, I'm thinking Kevin Von Eric. Never mind. Kevin, yeah, Kevin was... Von Eric said Zach Efron's doing a good job about uh, doing a good job as him. That's what it was. I got it mixed up. Okay, so Zach Efron's playing Kevin Von Eric. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wonder where the uh, Von Eric boys. I wonder what they're gonna do. This son. Yeah, they were in MLW. They had their run, and then that right. was it. Mm. And then Lily James is in the movie as well. She's great. That'd be not. Yeah, I mean, with you know, with uh, what you call it, with you know, with uh, the NXT tag team division, they could really use the Von Eric. <laughs> That'd be a nice spot. Right. For Speaking of NXT, let's talk about Great American Bash. It happened this past weekend. Uh, Ilya Dragunov, Carmelo Hayes, fantastic. They they knocked it out of the park. Uh, shout out Dirty Dom Dom, retaining the, the North American Championship the way he did. A buddy of mine met him at the Las Vegas airport. I'm like, that's so random. <laughs> um, apparently, apparently Dom, Dirty Dom Dom was nice enough to take a photo. Uh, what, what else happened? Tiffany Stratton retained against Thea Hale in a submission match for the NXT Women's title. NXT, they, they, they're, they're slowly you know getting back to... Uh, these awesome, awesome PLE premium live events, man. Uh, you know, people were like, when, when them I mean, it's crazy back- that you brought that up right after saying that, you know, Tiffany Stratton, Thea Hale match, because Tiffany Stratton blew herself up. That was not a pretty sight. She goes oh. to the Boston Crab and falls over. Why wasn't it a pretty sight, man? Uh, obviously, no, somebody watched watch the match. It was, I, I watched, I watched. I mean, you build it. Brandon, build do, we have to, do, we, do we have to do this again? You build a submission match against two women who only one of them has one submission move. Yeah, so. And literally the entire match <laughs> was just them trading submission moves, and it was awkward, and it did not have any flow to it. Now, Tiffany oh. Stratton was tired as hell. She tried to go for a boss crab, kind of fell over, lost her footing. Look, then a, instead, bo- a bossing crab is, is not an easy move to do. Uh, then she just sat on Thea Hale at the end of the match and was like, screw this. Some, yeah, some... she she did a a Boston crab. Then she tried to do like a lion tamer type, yeah. and then she was like, "Yeah, screw this. I'm just doing one leg and just really I'm just sit down in there." Yeah, look, it, a Boston crab is not, is not an easy move to do. You have to have certain positioning. You know, you can lose your footing if if the wood. Well, not when right when the, the finish ring. of the match is you're attacking your opponent so much that her coach has to throw in the towel, maybe you shouldn't also be falling apart at the <laughs> end of the match. Look, you know, it's a different type of match. You know, you exert different energies in a submission match. It, it is what it is, man. The point is, people were worried about NXT going back on the road. We don't got nothing to worry about. They killing it. They're doing great. You going to No Mercy? Um, where is that? Bakersfield. Bakersfield. I'm probably going. I don't know. I don't. I, don't know. I gotta see. I, I I do want to go to the Raw and then the uh, the house show that's gonna be out here. I, I we got a house show here a week before, and I'm like, eh, random ass house show or NXT pay per view. NXT pay per view. Oh, I'm. I, I mean, when is that? September what? Thirtieth. Thirtieth. No mercy. I got. I got to see. Is that it. the same day as the house show? No. Well, not the one here in Fresno. The one here in Fresno is the week before. Yeah. No. The, uh, no. I'm saying in San Francisco. San Francisco was the 29th. Okay. 29th. Yeah. I don't know. I got to see. But uh, NXT Great American Bash. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's hit the fan mail. You didn't. You skipped over Gable Stevenson, and the crowd is absolutely crapping all over it. <laughs> they cheered Baron Corbin. Yeah, well, because Baron Corbin's fantastic. Y'all better. Re- they they Wait, finally tell understand. me. Tell me when you've heard a Baron Corbin chant before. Maybe back when, when he was the lone wolf, or no, when he was the lone no. wolf beating people in seconds. They just counted. They counted yeah. seconds. That's that's what was going on there. Oh man, yeah, it was a double count. On. I'd I'd like to see them have a rematch and then Corbin just beat beat uh, Gable. Uh, who do you? G- Gable Stevenson needs to just go to the UFC. Yeah, I don't think we, we need to do that. <laughs> well, you, long, if he's not in the WWE, I'm okay with that too. Uh, why does he not have to be in the WWE? Well, hey, his I mean, brother's doing well. My sources also said that the brother is the more charismatic of the two, but the brother doesn't have the pedigree or the height, unfortunately. Right. If you just kind of combine them, <laughs> perfect. If you that were can... to build a sports entertainer from the ground up, after like you Randy make Orton. Randy Orton, then the second batch will be the combination of Stevenson brothers. Anyway, back to the fan mail. Hootie who 420. Hootie who? Mates after Brock, where does Cody go from here? That's a great question. Where does the American nightmare go after the beast incarnate? 
I think he goes Seth freaking Rollins or whoever's got that world heavyweight championship loses, has to build himself back up and wins the rumble again. So somebody was, somebody was like, Oh, he get, they write him off. And then he just comes back and wins the rumble. I'm like, no, you don't want to write him off that. For Cody that. can't go away again for a second year in a row. Yeah. No, you can't do it like that. You can't do it like that. Oh no. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. The world title is kind of like the elephant in the room with Cody. Yeah. And then if you just kind of like run down the raw roster, like there's really nobody I could say would be like a viable fit to feud with Cody for like the end of the year to get us to Royal Rumble. Unless you like mess around with Judgment Day, but Judgment Day is involved with Money in the Bank in the world title scene. So or you just give him Bronson Reed and he can have another big boy to wrestle with. <laughs> they're they're involved with a lot. They're involved with a lot. All right. Uh, Nigerian Prince. Uh, oh, this is a bullet cast title. Well, this is nice. I saw the bullet cast match. I uh, liked it. Alpha Zone Loverboy did they thing in that match. Why was it pure rules? Great cinematography. He didn't say that, but that's what I heard. Uh, cinematography need to work. Um, well, also, if it was in 1080p, it would have looked a lot better. Eh, th- th- that's your fault. Oh, yeah, it's definitely my fault. Uh, pure rules. Why was it pure rules? I like to I like to uh, I like to book different types of stuff, man. I don't I don't want it to be just regular. You know, I, I want to try to do different do different things. You know, I'm a fan of pure rules matches. I was like, you know what? I want to see these two guys in a pure rules match. They did it. I thought they did a great job. And uh, we will we'll move on and see what's next for Alpha Zoe. His next defense is what October eighth. So I'll be be on the lookout. Uh we have some from uh, the Hall of Famer, Mister X. Uh, Mister X. Yes, I have to say I uh, I was impressed with the promos that uh, Shana and Ronda gave this past week. How real will this MMA rules uh, fight be between them? Hopefully, it won't be like the BSK uh, uh, BS match Cain Velasquez and Brock had a couple years ago. I did really enjoy that that video segment. Allegedly, Jeremy Borash and Paul Heyman were involved yep. with that, and I thought it was fantastic. I mean, it almost kind of felt like those UFC sit-down interviews that they do. And with no Vince McMahon, seemingly, you know, with the spinal injury out, hopefully it's like just Triple H's baby, and they, like, do a legit MMA-type rules match. We're not, I guess we're not going to get a cage, like a lion's den or whatever, mm-hmm. the fight pit. But if we just go, you know, round system, five or five minutes or three minutes, I think that's perfectly fine. All right. Uh, he also says, could we see Cody taking over the Triple H at some point down the road if he stays with WWE? No. I don't think Cody wants to be an executive. No. No. He, he's done with it. He did it. He's done. Yeah. He, he saw what happened. He'll go, he'll go run his school. I mean, yeah. Go, go be an executive in the biggest company in the world. Maybe, maybe, right. maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, with uh, any of the elite, uh, will any of the elite go over to WWE after the uh, the AW ride or die? Or are they AW ride or die? They're AW ride or die. I mean, they re-signed. I'm always of the notion of go try. Just, just go try. Mm-hmm. You know, like MJF when 2024 comes up, go leave, go try it. He's what he'll be. He's 26. He can go sign a three-year deal. By the time it's over, he'll still be 20. He'll be, what, 29? He's like, go. 27 now. It was 27. Okay, so, yeah. Go sign a three-year deal and be, what, 30 by the time by the time it's uh, over? Or yeah, 30, 31. Yeah, so just go try, man. Like That's that's all it ever is. Oh, know? they'll throw the bag at MJF. Yeah. With how heavily WWE Cody was pushing on that documentary, do you think he ever goes back to AEW? Not like a full time by any means, but do you think he makes an appearance? I don't. I feel like he does. I'm not saying like a full run, but I say he pops his head in one day. I guess. I mean, once he's retired, he can be like Ricky Steamboat and be a special ref for a match. But yeah, or, uh, I don't know. They they have one of those deals where they agree to let him make an appearance, like TNA used to do with WWE. Um, no, when they got Christian, when they then, yeah, they won an Undertaker night. You're gonna get Christian, <laughs> or no? Dixie Carter requested Christian because she liked him from working with him. Because previously. WWE won Rick. Yeah, yeah, they they got him for <laughs> for the <laughs> oh Jesus, excuse me, for the Hall of Fame. That's right. Or Roman beats Cody again next year at WrestleMania. Cody says, "Yeah, screw this." Leaves, goes back to AEW, just completely buries WWE again. Oh, he didn't. He didn't I mean, he didn't bury him. Could happen. <laughs> Started talked a little trash. It was just a little play, playful banter. 
Yeah. Also, he, he, he was smashed in the throne. That that was just a joke. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, he said. Uh, he also says R.I.P. to P.B. Herman. Yet another piece of his childhood has left him. Sorry about that, buddy. I really am. I really am. I'm uh, moving on. A.W. Collision slash Dynamite recap. CM Punk claims he's the real world's champion. Uh, it takes the uh, A.W. title that he never lost out of the bag. Spray paints an X over over it. Um, he sprayed it on the E. People are like, oh, it's a shot at the elite. Oh. Anyway, it's in Rick- the middle of the championship, you idiots. You want it on the right side or the left side? Yeah. Anyway, Ricky Starks comes out there, says, you know, he's the face of collision. And uh, so we're going to get a uh, real world title match next week with the special guest referee being Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. Now, hold on. Is he the special guest referee? Because on Dynamite, they called him the outside. Hold on. I got the thing right here. They didn't call him a special referee. He's Mike on Tyson. Dynamite, much. Yes. They called him the special outside official. He's the Mike Tyson of this match, as Brandon said. Why don't you just make him the special guest referee? Punk wins. Ricky gives Ricky. We're gonna, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a spot where Ricky goes for the ropes and other Ricky, you know, pushes knocks him his off. hand off. Yeah, I mean, that's all he's there for. Oh no, and and to throw some arm drags. Ricky Ricky's gonna hit Ricky with arm drags, and it's gonna be <laughs> fantastic. Yes, I mean I'm intrigued with the whole real world champ thing. Uh, we. You know, got kind of straight edge society punk saying that I'm straight edge and I'm better than you, which was a little weird. But then he kind of tied it around to kind of saying that's MJF's slogan, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then he also did like the weird shot of like, I make my towns. And I'm like, OK, like, where did well, that come from? And who well, are you talking about? The elite didn't work last week's dynamite. After they wrestled guts. an hour long bloodbath and they had a vacation for a week. Right. Still, you make your towns, brother. He showed up literally less than two hours before that show started. Yeah, If you love this business the way you say you do, you make your towns. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. God, Brandon, don't you know? No, yeah, so know. if CM mark. Punk is going to claim that he's a real world champion with the act, well, I mean, with MJF, you know, the current AEW world champion in the back, why didn't he come and say, hey, I'm, I'm the champ? Why, why didn't we? Why didn't he do that? He was busy getting ready for his world tag title match with his new best friend, Bebe. They they didn't do like the backstage like interview. That was the Dynamite before, right? Because didn't MJF yes. like kind of acknowledge CM Punk, but that was on Dynamite, not a collision. Right. Okay, just making sure because I was like, did he? No, he didn't even acknowledge it on that day. Did he even acknowledge it today on on this Dynamite? Oh no, he didn't. All right, so are we gonna get a like I get or, are they just going to do it at All Out? Yeah, the week after. Chicago. That's what I believe. Okay, so we're CM Punk. He's can, Punk can CM MJF. Punk, can CM Punk have the 97 Bret Hart heel run where he is a, <laughs> he is a hero in Chicago and a heel everywhere else? Can we do that? I'm well, down. I mean, did he not already do that when he went to Canada and they didn't like him there? And But he's not exactly heel everywhere else. He's like... I, I, no, I'm saying like just 25. No, I'm saying like just lean into it and do it. Oh, well, yeah. But oh, then yeah. the more you do that, like the more asshole CM Punk is, the more I think the more like his core group is going to like that. So it's like you kind of do get that Bret Hart 97 type vibe, but it's I don't, I don't know. The, the whole CM Punk elite thing is all weird. Yeah, j- I'm just over it. Yeah, just suck it up and go work with each other. Like, like, I don't, I don't, but Kenny Omega said you might see them on collision. Ooh. Okay. If I, if they show up on collision, they need to be in the same ring with CM Punk. That, that, that's, that's, that's how that needs to go. FTR retained the uh, tag titles against uh, better than you, baby. Uh, Adam Cole turned his back. You know, MJF had the title. Looks like he was going to hit him with it. No, they have a big hug. If there was a hug off, who would win? Better than you, baby, or Team Hell No? Oh, team hell no. Yeah, you do, you can't beat the original. There's there's no comparison. That's true. I mean, Daniel Bryan's head just perfectly fits right into Kane's bosom. I mean, that's just... like asking team hell no or best friends. Team hell no. With the election coming up next year, can we see Red Kane versus Blue Kane? Hopefully Blue Kane goes <laughs> it, over. It works on a lot. It works on a couple levels. Right? <clears throat> oh god. Uh the like I said the elite resigns. They said you, 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 we might see them on uh on collision, ooh. Uh, or Ring of Honor. He teased Ring of Honor. Kenny, I mean, so he like didn't really. 5,000 people could see them. 
Yeah, I mean, Kenny didn't really do a whole, <laughs> whole lot in Ring of Honor when he was. No, there. the Bucks did. Yeah, no, the Bucks. And Hangman. Ran, Bucks and Hangman and Marty Skrull. Uh, they, yeah, they, they, they all uh, ran Ring of Honor. Cody, when he was there, uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, RVD made his uh, AEW debut, came out to uh, walk uh, people. You know, they uh, they lost their ish. I lost my ish. Did you really? I was more excited to hear walk than I was to actually see RVD because that means he's got this wrestle in the year of our Lord 2023, which, you know, it's going to happen. I mean, he can still, he still does the basics, the, the kick, yeah. the roll. I mean, he got up there for that little spin and heel kick. The we have a match next week. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was a fan of the RVD's TNA theme. I, I, I was a fan of that. That, that, that was good stuff. I, I almost wish he would have walked out to that. No, <laughs> Pantera all day. <laughs> Legal Pantera. Well, I don't know. Illegal Pantera is kind of badass. Pantera, badass. Who, who did they ever beat, you know? Oh. But yeah, I guess we're FTW uh, title match next week. Uh, FTW next, rules. Yes, FTW rules. So I've noticed FTW title changes hands every July. <laughs> I've not but, noticed that, but you have a point. Yeah, no, like it was introduced to Brian Cage and then Ricky Starks got it and then Hook got it last year and now Jungle Boy got it this year. Yeah, so I guess when July rolls around next year, we can expect uh, Jack Perry to lose the FTW title. So interesting that they're doing this match next week and not waiting to do it at Wembley and put RVD on the Wembley show. Yeah, right. Maybe he has, maybe he has a booking. Well, I mean, the way Jungle Boy, sorry, Jack Perry's character is, he's been running away a lot. And I know it's an FTW rules match, so I don't know how they can do that. But I do wonder if they have the match, quote unquote, and then they do some sort right. of crap finish and we get the actual match it all in. Or Jungle Boy says something along the lines of, oh, well, if you want to fight me, you're going to fight me on a bigger stage because I'm a big star now. This is too small for me. Something like that. Well, but the only thing is, like, they straight up advertised it. They, it wasn't like oh, yeah, yeah. RVD then, threw like, it out. It wasn't like RVD threw it true. out there and yeah. then he's going to do it next week. It's like they put the graphic up. They said yeah. it's going to happen. And then if you're going to pull it away, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, the all in main event is set Adam Cole versus uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman for the AW championship. Yeah. So, as you know, I'm not the big I'm not the biggest fan of this whole MJF Adam Cole laugh. Ha ha. We're the best two best friends that anybody can have is that because it's sports entertainment a little bit but it's also it's also comedy that is not my type of comedy and it's what's your anyways i like comedy that's funny anyways uh the collision match the ending i thought was was good because they're you know they're spacing it out and then the promo once again like mjf did didn't he tell like that almost exact same story already yeah. The, the, yeah. Throw money in the, the Jew boy comment. And I'm like, OK, he, he's going down this road before, which he turned right after. So it's also really hard to, like, take him seriously. But I think they're playing a little bit better beats. Like, I think if they're going to tell this type of story, I like this type of vibe compared to, oh, we're going to go out and play video games and have a dance break and all that other stuff. Like, this is much more human and much more realistic. Compared to what they did in the past. Okay, okay, let's see. Let's Tim, how have you liked the Adam Cole MGF thing? Because I have not been I a mean, fan of it while everyone else I feel like loves yeah, it. I thought it's been okay. I thought them working together as a tag team has been good. The gimmick, as far as the skits, they've been there. They haven't really piqued my interest too much. But I think them as a team has worked pretty well. I'd say their in ring stuff is better than the outside of the ring stuff. Double close line. And they're almost setting it up to where Adam Cole is going to be the heel and MJF is the face, which. Oh, I thought the whole time after that match on collision, that Adam Cole was waiting to go for a super kick. So, I mean, when they even teased it with when the kingdom told Roddy, hey, just remember, he always forgets his friends. Yeah, which like I've always just envisioned MJF, you know, being that heel up till 2024. He teases a bidding war, which. You know, whatever. And then someone beats him at like the 12th hour. But Mm -hmm. if this is working and he is signed, which I've always thought he's been signed for like since he came back. But, you know, I I guess you could pivot and make him a baby face and have MJF a heel because why not? So I'm I'm a little more open to this storyline if they're going to go this route compared to what they were doing the past couple of weeks. Well, I mean, if you want to do that story of 
CM Punk has that title till right at the end of 2023 or something. There's a collision on the 30th of December. There you go. Or that's when Eddie Kingston can can beat him for the title. <laughs> These are all possibilities. These are all possibilities. I don't know. Look, it's made me care about Adam Cole a little bit more, you know. Because you know, he ain't he hasn't really been doing nothing for me for these uh since he's been back yeah. Akira Shida is the new AEW Women's Champion. Congrats. Like, Do yeah. I have a theory? And I think the only reason she won this belt is because Soraya couldn't beat Tony Storm for the belt at Wembley. So Soraya's gonna beat Sheeta for the belt at Wembley. Wow. Think about it. They're gonna do something big with Soraya. She's on all the advertising locally. There's a new magazine um, advertisement with her out there that she's front and center, big top of the whole thing. They're going to do something big with her, and she's not going to beat Tony Storm for the AW Woman's title, but she can beat Sheeta for the belt. Not not opposed to that. Um, you know, they really did hammer home like, oh, Sheeta was a champion during the pandemic, so she never was able to hold in front of fans. Mm-hmm. So may- maybe it is kind of that, you know participation trophy type thing of being able to give Sheeta that moment, especially in front of 80 plus thousand people at Wembley and with no Jimmy Hader. You know what's crazy? What? I forgot Sheeta was even the champion the first like a time before this. <laughs> like, like I'm, hey, I'm don't I'm, I'm don't disrespect Sheeta. Sheeta no, like, is I'm, arguably I'm not, one of the I'm, best I'm not taking a shot at her. Like I'm, I legit forgot when they said uh, not a historian of the business yeah. then, Philip. That you a- were. Brother, I can I can talk to you about Kerry Von Erich versus Ric Flair back in 84. We could talk. We could talk hey, about the history of she, the business. She held that title double or nothing 2020 to double or nothing 2021. That's right. And then and then uh what you call it? Britt finally took it off of her. Yep. Yeah, that's right. No, I so okay, now it's coming back to me. There we go. Jacksonville but, is Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. But yeah, I, I just I legit forgot, you know. Uh congrats. You know, she can have her moment in front of damn, she got her moment in front of fans before Drew. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> oh boy, oh, that's not good. Not good. Um, let's talk about the mogul embassy attacking Nick Wayne at the Buddy Wayne Academy. This was great. That was fun. I mean, Nick just it escalated a, very quickly. Just yeah. lying there in a pool of blood. I'm like, yes. Now I care about Swerve Strickland. Now I can mm-hmm. right. They, 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 see, sometimes it takes one little segment. They have to capitalize on this. They have to keep this going. If they show up on Rampage, I might actually watch it. They will be on Rampage. Him and Air Fox will have a match on Rampage. Now I'm watching it. Yes. This was probably the best thing from an underwhelming anniversary show. You can say that again. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw the last little bit of your live, man. That's what I saw. <laughs> it, 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 it's just, uh, yeah, it just wasn't, 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 wasn't what it should last, have been. Last two weeks of Dynamite have not exactly been inspiring. There's been random shows. They have. They have been random shows. The random collision, on the other hand, been liking me some collision. Last Saturday collision was really good. It was, man. Like, I, I love the feel of collision. Collision is doing it right. I love right. it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost a shame uh, SummerSlam's happening Saturday. You know? so what do you think opens this week's collision going against SummerSlam? You open it with Ricky and, and Punk? Maybe a war of words. Because we, for the most part, we, if Logan Paul's right, him and Ricochet should be opening SummerSlam. That's right, because uh, his brother's fighting, so he yes. wants to open and then he, like, immediately I, fly to Dallas. Yeah, I think the math is like he'll literally like get there like right as his brother is about to walk out. Yeah, if he can get it. Yeah, Could you, that would be a crazy visual. Him doing whatever he does with Ricochet, and then him's probably still in his gear, walking his. Well, brother that's exactly what he said. Yeah. And on the Seth Rollins interview, yeah, that's 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 crazy. That's crazy. Um, SummerSlam predictions. Uh, yes, Tim, would you like an opportunity to be the Bulletcast Podcast champion? Sure. All right, here we go. So, so the way it works, you get the most predictions right. You're the champ. Simple as that. Cool. So, uh, Battle Royal. I guess we're all going LA Knights. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know what the four people announced for it. Yeah. LA Knight. Brandon, you going LA night? Um, I guess. Uh, since he's in the match, uh, we thought maybe <laughs> he's gonna have some sort of in rings. I mean, maybe he still has an in ring side, like he wins it, he cuts a promo, and the rock comes out or somebody comes out. But if you since smell, there's like what 
seven people announced so far. I guess I'll just go with LA Knight. Otis. <laughs> no. O- T- o- Otis? Shout out Maxine Dupree. I love it. Right? It's great. Yeah. Can we get an inter an intergender like six person tag title and just put it on them? <laughs> like it'd be fantastic. Um, you know, if mixed match challenge were to come back and they had a championship, put it on Otis and Maxine. Oh, that'd be freaking phenomenal. They would they would make it work so great. Uh Logan Paul versus Ricochet. This is going to be athletic chaos, and Logan Paul is gonna get a win. He needs a win. I'm going Logan. Paul hasn't won since he beat the Miz. Yes. So Tim, Logan Paul, Paul. All right, uh, Brandon. Um, I don't know, I, th- I kind of thought like, oh yeah, Logan Paul is going to get the win, makes sense. But then they did that last angle where Logan Paul was like, yeah, I'm going to have your fiance saying my name at the end of this match. I'm like, well, Ricochet, you know, you kind of got to stand up for yourself, brother. So I'm going to go with Ricochet. Ricochet is going to get the upset win. Wow, you're going to go Ricochet. Okay. All right, uh, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. They've built this up pretty nicely. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm going Shayna. This this is her big her big moment. I would agree. Shayna Baszler wins, and basically, Shayna Baszler wins, but does a few things here. She wins, gets the big victory, whatever. But then she gets the jubilation of the fans because she's the one to send away Ronda Rousey for however long she's gonna be gone for. Absolutely, uh, Brandon. Um, MMA rules. I do wonder what exactly that entails, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go Shayna, uh, get the win here. Uh, they've been a little coy on when Ronda is actually leaving, mm-hmm. but just have Shayna win. All right, I see, I see. The WWE Intercontinental Championship is on the line. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. You know, uh, next week Gunther will surpass Pedro Morales's record. Uh, you know, I feel bad for Pedro. He got surpassed twice in one year. Once <laughs> by Roman and then by it's gonna happen by Gunther. Because I'm going Gunther to retain yeah. the Intercontinental title. Gunther. Gunther. Gotta pick up that win and beat that hockey tonk record. Next next month, man. Next month. Yeah. Brandon. Yeah, I agree. Go with the Gunther. Uh should be a really fun match. And uh yeah, just they beat the piss out of each other and Gunther ends up getting the win. All right. Here's my here- Here's my question for you during this match, though. How much Ludwig Kaiser impressions do we get from Corey Graves? I don't know. <laughs> just, do the, just do the whole match. Yeah, do the whole match. In his just, just, right? He should just do a bit, say that Ludwig Kaiser is on commentary with him, oh, but Lord. he just keeps switching back and forth. You know what? I'm, I'm, I might steal it. I might steal it from my commentary gigs. I like it. The WWE Women's Championship is on the line. Oscar defends against Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte is 5-0 and at SummerSlam. So it's important about fact. to be five and one. Oh, oh, Oscar, Oscar. Oh, okay. You're going the Empress. Yep, retain. Okay. Brandon. So I could see possibly Charlotte gets the win. We get a cash in, and you know we inflate Charlotte's uh, numbers so she can finally pass her daddy. But I don't think it's going to happen in this match. It might happen in another match. But I'll go with Oscar to retain. Uh, keep Oscar the way she is. Have that match with the Sky eventually. Bianca doesn't need to kind of, you know, spinning her tires a little bit. And Charlotte is Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really see Bianca winning it back. Uh, Charlotte, hold on, I think I have a brilliant idea for the finish. Oh, Bianca Belair hits the KOD. Oscar throws Bianca out of the ring. Oscar pins Charlotte for the win. You watched mind, Dynamite tonight, mind didn't blowing. You? You watched Dynamite tonight, didn't you? And every WWE Triple Threat match that's <laughs> happened like the past 15, 20 years. Right. That has not been the finish to everyone that's happened. Well, I would like to make years. an addendum. If that's See, this the is actual, why I don't that is the real matches. finish, I would like I'd like a bonus point. This is why I don't let you book matches. This, this is exactly why. What? I'm just predicting. This is a prediction show. I'm prediction, predicting what's going to happen in the match. I'd like a bonus point if that's the actual finish. <laughs> You don't get bonus points here. All right, uh, moving on. The World Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Seth freaking Rollins defends against Finn Balor. It's Balor time. I'm going Finn Balor. Same. I want to see that dynamic of Finn scared that Damian can uh, cash in on him. Well, that's something. I would not be shocked if we get a cash in on this show. 
from Damian Priest. I think it could be from or from Finn or from Seth. I think that dynamics a little better with Seth just because I think the Judgment Day kind of have a good thing going right now, right. and I don't want Finn and uh, Damien to kind of have their you know beef going. So I'm going to go with Seth to retain, and if I'm not getting bonus points, I will also say that uh, Damien Priest cashes in as well. Well, what if what if there's a chance we see WrestleMania 31 and they turn it into a triple threat with the cashing? Then Philip will live text us, and we all have to put in the our answers right away. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe because no. usually I do that, and then Philip's like, "What are you talking about?" Because he's not watching it live, and then I get it right, and then I try to say, "Oh, I got an extra match correct." I should. You try to politic, man. No, I'm just playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. No, you'd be politic, and I don't want to be doing that. Why do you think I was champion for so long? Reign of Terror, brother. <laughs> Yeah, it's the number. The numbers went down. They've, they've, they've slightly gone back up now. All right, uh, moving on. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Cody, he gets a win and he moves on away from the beast. Yes. All right. Yeah, get in, get out. Cody gets a win. I would not be shocked if there was blood in this match from either man. Probably Brock. He's just going to bash his head up against the uh, ring post. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Cody gets the win and he moves on to something else. Still don't know why Brock attacked Cody. Not after WrestleMania. Yeah, still, still wondering. No he's reason. Brock Lesnar, and he can't. The world, the world may never know. Because he's Brock Lesnar, and he can. Just like who? Just like who threw the pie at Kevin Owens? <laughs> no one's gonna know. I think it was Xavier Woods. Or how many looks it takes to get to the center for Tootsie Pop? What mysteries? A two. Oh Jesus! Uh, lastly, it is tribal combat. What is that? Nobody knows. It's tribal combat. It's Let's a street go. fight. No, it's not. Don't you, you don't you don't discourage the fight of my family. Hey, remember this match being tribal combat was the elder's idea, according to Jay. Yes, it came from Alpha and Sika or Rikishi. No, the the el- elder, the elders. R- 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 Rikishi came from Peter Maivia himself. Well, he's no longer with us. Exactly. Uh, so he sent down a message. All right. Do you, God do bless. You. Hi, Chief. Yes. All right. Uh, the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Roman Reigns defends the title and the honor of being the head of the table and the tribal chief against Jay Uso. Big Dog is Big Dog is walking out the champs still. We, we've had enough of the losing. It's not going to happen again. I'm going Roman. Yeah, there's no way Jay wins. It's got to be Roman. There are a lot of people out there that have advocated this whole story has all been revolving around Jay Uso, and he's the one who should be who should beat Roman Reigns. And even at times, I've said maybe Jay is the one. He did. He did beat him to win the championship and the streak. No, I mean he he got the he got the pinfall. That's it. I mean to win the championship, be the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, whatever the hell it's called. But that ain't gonna happen. You don't know the Roman, name of the title. There's there's too many words. Too many the songs. undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. But also, how can it be undisputed if there's another World Championship in circulation? Because he has three. Roman Reigns, he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. Uh, but Roman beats the hell out of him. Would not be shocked if we get a ref bump and a solo Sokoa interference. Maybe Jimmy finally breaks out of the ER. And <laughs> yeah, but Roman's winning this championship. Roman's winning. Like the, the idea of Jey Uso beating Roman, great. But then it's like, okay, you put three plus years into this Roman reign. And now what do you do with Jey Uso as champion? Right. So and who's going to believe Jay as the world champion? No offense to Jay. Like you can get a hell of a six month run or whatever to WrestleMania out of this. But if Cody wins, you get much more. He's made, yes. he can get so much more. So publicity Cody would get and the interviews. And just, Remember yeah. two years ago, we all thought it was going to be Braun Breaker to beat Roman Reigns. Ha, so funny. Who said that? <laughs> well, you know, we, we debated it. We thought about it. You know, maybe I, 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 I check the tape. We, 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 you know, we threw it around. We're like, oh, maybe Braun Breaker. Now yeah, he's man. fighting Von Wagner. You ready for the Von Wagner watch party? Shout out Von Wagner, man. I'm, I like him. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Von Wagner. They were big on him when they started 2.0, and then they just kind of soured. It's okay. He'll he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. 
Well, that does it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. SummerSlam, watch it, enjoy it, you know, have a little watch party, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, Tim, thank you for being here, man. This is fun. Not a problem. It's Anytime. Easy. Yes, yes, yes. We, we might have to have you as a, as, as a fixture. Sounds good. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Brandon, any anything to promote about your curveballs and your chair shots? Uh, uh, we are back, uh, you know, dropping Friday night, curveballs and chair shots. Follow us. Send your questions. Don't really know what we're going to talk about because, you know, we took a three-month, three-week break. And, you know, we'll talk baseball, the base, the football, previous SummerSlam, of course. We'll see. See what happens. Tim, let the people know where they can find you and all your content. You can find me. Most of my stuff is at Pro Wrestling Unlimited, whether that is Pro Wrestling Unlimited YouTube, PW Unlimited on Twitter or X, whatever we call it now. And then you can find some of my personal stuff over at Timmy Buddy on all the different social media platforms. Thank you, Tim. You guys know where to find us because you're listening to this podcast. So you obviously know where to find us. Uh, SummerSlam recap will be out. Uh, I don't know when we'll I have to find a day to do it. Next week, we're going to talk to follow the SummerSlam and preview all the wrestling that will be going on in the Bay Area next week. A lot of big stuff is coming up. West Coast Cup is coming up. And of course, your journey's Odyssey. Jimmy Lloyd, Eli Everfly, Jordan Oliver. A lot of, a lot of big names are going to be in the Bay next week. So please get out to the show. Please, please, please. Thank you guys so much. As always, be safe and stay dangerous. Ain't nobody better. Look. Listen to us every time we live in the side. When you turn it on, it's just defining the mind. If you feel it, our opinions is great. When everything we moving now with the state, turn us on. If the feeling is right, uh, every opinion now comes from the heart. No time we move with the part. We on the radio was This has been the broadcast. Thank you for listening.